Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bearing the Burdens podcast, uh, hosted by Elan Restoration Fellowship. I am Pastor and Rabbi Billy Elias. Um, Today, we are going to continue with Bearing the Burdens, um, study devotional with day number 10. And today's focus is going to be the testimony of the one who you have been have been helping, right? The one that you've been ministering to, the one that you have been spending the time and being gentle with, and the one that you have, you know, spent hours on the phone with or, or you know, gone out and had the coffee with them, spend time with them in church, outside of church, have them at your home for fellowship or, or at a midrash or a Bible study or a Shabbat at your home on a Friday night. Um, it's interesting because this is, this is that moment when it's okay as a minister to receive the thank you and not get, you know, we don't want to be super holy and say, well, you know, we know that it's God is the one who is the deliverer and we know that God is the one who bears freedom, but we also know that we are vessels. We are instruments of God, um, in, in helping people to recover from whatever it is that they've recovered. So we're going to talk about the the testimony today. And, and now the Hebrew word for testify, it, it, as we look at it in Galatians chapter 6, verse 6, it says, The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. So when we look at this in Hebrew, we're talking about the testimony, right? Now, you would say testify in Hebrew is hatzahara. I mean, I, I know it's weird because that's kind of a cool word because it, it sounds like a, 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 like a, a Japanese daimyo, right? So, Hatsihara, you know, from the, 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 the Date clan in Japan. But no, the Hebrew word is Hatsihara. Now, and it means to testify. And, and again, we're talking about the testimony of the one you've helped, right? This is the one, the moment when... Your student, um, your, your, your disciple, whatever you would like to call him or her, takes that first step to victory, right? They, they finally turned around and you've gotten the call that said, I was able to resist. I denied the impulse. You know, I've turned away at that very first moment of temptation. I felt the desires of the flesh coming. I felt the want. I had that burning in my heart to, to, and the burning in my mind saying, do it, do it, do it. But I felt and I heard that small little voice saying no. And at that moment, I decided I'm not going to do that. This is a moment of victory, right? It's a moment that we've been waiting for, right? Because when, when, when we begin the, the bearing the burden process, and I've made this series a lot about the minister and self-examination, 
But in the continuing of the self-examination, we become an example by word and by deed to those that we're ministering to, those that we're helping, those that we're able to be real with about not only what we've suffered with, with our past, but helping them in there so they can see and identify with us. And now the victory comes. Right, so I like, you know, when we look at the, the second part of Galatians chapter 6, verse 6, where it says, share all good things with the one who teaches you. When we read it um, in Hebrew, it says, share all the goodness that you or the, you have, they have learned with you. Right, so technically share all the goodness they learned with him. So when we're, and, and we're not talking about him, meaning the Father in heaven, of course, you, they have to do that. that that's a, that's a, that's a no-brainer. That is a thank you Jesus moment, right? But what it's saying is that when you've experienced the good things that are now starting to happen, you need to go and you need to tell the one that has been laboring with you, right? This is when the testimony of your student is giving thanks. And, and we should always guide our student to say that they should thank God for the deliverances um, and they should thank God for their freedom and their liberty because one of the things we want to be careful about is not to become God in the eyes of that student. Now, I'm not saying that they would purposely create an idol, but many ways as a minister we have to understand that we're going to be the closest thing to God that that person at the time is going to be experiencing so they may view us as you know not purposely but they may may make us a sort of an idol to say well what do you say what do you do what do you think what do you instead of well what does God say so it's always very important when they come we have to definitely teach them to be able to glorify God and then glorify God with them. But here's the humility part too. We have to be willing to receive their words of admiration. Right? Because they, 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 we can hurt them if we don't receive those words of affirmation. You know, this is where false humility creeps in. We don't want to be false. We don't, we don't want that false humility. This is an exciting time. You know, because not only are they thanking God for the deliverance, but they're also thanking God for you. And they're thanking God for your faithfulness, your maturity, and your gentleness in which you've helped restore them. You see, and this is also God's way of saying, I am proud of you because every say, everything that you have endured, all the trials, all the, the defeat, the tears, the brokenness, and then, of course, the freedom of the fruits of you of 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 your your devotion to Hashem this is that moment where God says to you his words or her words of thanks to you I share tenfold because you have now become a teacher of Torah You've now become a living student of Torah. It's like Ezra. Ezra had set his heart to study the Torah, to practice the Torah, 
and to teach Torah to all Israel. And that, in this moment, is what you've become. You've become a living student of Hashem. And there's a Messianic scripture that, that you know, a lot of people know. It, there's been several songs written. Um, you know, of course, Jesus does um, recite this as well. And it, and, and it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord anointed me to bring good news to the humble. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim, proclaim liberty to captives and freedom from bondage. Of course, this is a messianic scripture, and, and, and when it was written, it, it was written about the Messiah. So when he was walking the planet and he said that I have come to do these things, he's saying that he is the great deliverer. But I want you to think for a moment that it does um, have a moment where it can and will apply to us. Because the spirit of the Lord God, the spirit, right? Haruach Adonai Elohim, okay? Haruach Ve, sorry, Adonai Hashem. The spirit of the Lord God is on you. It is. And he has anointed you. I mean, isn't that what we believe? Isn't that what we do as ministers of the gospel? We take the mantle on of being the one to bring the good news to those who have humbled themselves and said, I need help. And God has sent them into our paths. And he uses us to help bind up their broken heart. And that through our testimony of overcoming and deliverance and humility and gentleness, we can proclaim it as freedom to those who, who are still in that bondage. And then we develop a relationship and we develop a heart. You know, I have been, been reminded very recently about something that, that I had overcome um, that reared its ugly head again. And I didn't do the, I didn't serve the gospel well. I didn't. Um, and I was embarrassed. And I most certainly had to repent. And when the scripture says God, you know, disciplines those he loves. And he talks about trimming back the vine. Because, the, you know, if the, the dead stem on any kind of vine that produces fruit or especially like a rose, can kill that vine. It has to go away, and so it has to be cut off. And, you know, and again, what God does is show us either this is where you've reverted, or you've allowed anger, or you've allowed unforgiveness. And in my particular case, I've allowed unforgiveness, and I've allowed that barrier that says I'm not going to be hurt again and it and it became not only an unforgiveness but it, it, I've allowed anger back and God has been dealing with it you know within within the realms of the, of the church and spirituality so we have to understand that again this is a continual basis we minister to those and then we find our, ourselves being ministered to by those 
that we've helped accomplish that deliverance. And this is why, you know, we are always brought into a place where we, 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 we work with the people who have experienced the same things that we have. You know, and so when we successfully help others attain freedom from afflictions, we fulfill the Torah and the great commandment mindset, right? For God is not unjust as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward his name by having served and by still serving the saints. That's in Hebrews chapter 6. So the writer of the the of the writer of Hebrews is saying to the Jews that he won't forget what you've done and how much you loved him by helping others. So this is this is this is a you know an exciting time in the moment of every ministry when you see growth, when you see people overcome, when you see them baptized, not only in water but in fire. Because the Spirit of God now is moving in them. And they're coming to the point where the day will be come to come, you know, that day is coming where they are now going to be able to continue the work and help those as you help them and they will take on your example. So I want to end with a prayer for you, the minister, that that has or will or already has experience or experiencing this moment. So blessed are you, O Lord, our God, ruler of the universe, who has not forgotten the work and love shown to the saints. You, O God, rejoice with me as I work for your kingdom and to fulfill the Torah of Messiah. You, O Lord, our God, rejoice with those who work for your kingdom and work to the fulfillment of your Torah and the people they love and the people you have chosen for them to minister to you. And for all of you, I say, blessed are you who rejoices with him. And as always, I want to thank you for listening. Um, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom peace. In the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace.